Hey, I'm Serge. And I'm Peter. And you're listening to Future Break. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Future Break podcast, part of the Podglomerate Network. And this is a podcast where we talk about emerging technology, human behavior, and what it all means for the future. And today we're talking about the malicious use of AI. That is right. Kind of going down a... Uh, rabbit hole here, Peter. This, maybe? Is, uh, <laughs> this is this is dystopian. Let's a little just bit. Be straight up. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's the, here's the deal. Yeah. We're talking about this because, like, two days after we recorded last week's or last time's episode, this report comes out, and I'm like, we have to talk about this. This is right. too yeah. too good not to talk about. So, one more dose of. <laughs> And, and almost, in a way, it's like a continuation of last week as well, I would say. Yes. Um, you know, last last episode we talked about the, um, you know, autonomous society, basically, and uh, how that impacts even income. And now it's like, well, here's the downside of all of this AI, all of this stuff that's, that's coming down the pipe. Maybe. Right. It's going to affect our incomes... I mean, we talked about universal income. So yeah, yeah. Well, we're jumping ahead a little bit here, little, but uh, yeah. So yeah, we're gonna talk about here before we go anywhere further. Let's talk about the future newsflash. So Spotify um, just recently announced that they are gonna go public, which has been <laughs> yeah, it's been kind of talked about for a while actually. And they're they're doing it now, so um, we'll see exactly what comes out of this. They're being a public company has higher standards now, obviously. So yeah. we'll, we'll we'll find out more. All right, another piece of news, and this is something that uh, we'll keep an eye on if this gets crazy enough. But there was a uh, publication, like a news source, that published an embedded tweet from a gentleman. Okay. Um, that was regarding, uh, I think he was part of the Celtics organization, Boston sure. Celtics. And uh, the guy sued them. Really? For embedding that tweet because it was copyright, they said. Now, typically, publications have no problem embedding tweets and the copyright is on the owners and, you know, part of the third party Twitter. <laughs> but uh, this is the first time it's ever happened, but a local judge ruled in the favor of this gentleman. So Jeez. <laughs> it's like, wow. well, what does that mean? So the Electronic Frontier Foundation, if you're not familiar with them, mm-hmm. EFF, obviously they are like freaking out about All over this. this right? yeah, yeah, like and um, completely understand why. So we'll keep you updated if there's any big changes on that. Yeah. Um, but that would that would change publication as we know it. That's, so. that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Another big news, um, product news, actually, Samsung announces their Galaxy S9 headphone. Not headphone, but phone. Phone. <laughs> um, and literally, it's all about the camera. It's, I mean, there's one selling feature. It's the camera, which I find pretty amazing, actually. And we've gone down to, you know, hey, our phone does 15 things, and now it's like, well, we do photos really, really well. I... It doesn't surprise me, man. And the other selling feature was a headphone jack. <laughs> Seriously, a headphone really? jack. Yeah, that's what it is. So it I don't know. Like, I'm really like embracing it, Bluetooth these days. To be truthful. Yeah, so. it's a, it looks like an amazing. It's got a. It's got the same kind of sensors up top on the that iPhone 10 has. Okay. For face recognition, but uh, looking forward to hearing a little bit more about that one. All right, and last I wanted to share, this is actually in something that TechCrunch came out, um, or put out. They went over to Cloudflare, which is a essentially a, almost like an SSL provider for mm-hmm. websites, and um, they, <laughs> they showcased how they encrypt things. And mm. believe it or not, they literally use a wall of lava lamps. Say that help. again. They use a wall of lava lamps. I thought you said a wall of lava lamps. <laughs> a wall of lava lamps. Really? Wall, a wall of lava, lava lamps. Like the lava lamps used to have back in the 90s and all sorts of stuff. You're joking me. I'm not kidding. 
It's a wall of lava lamps, and what happens is because everything is random, and they have a camera looking at this wall of lava lamps, mm-hmm. and that's part of the encryption. No way. It's, it calculates numbers off of that. There's a couple other sources that it pulls from. <laughs> that's so wild. And and it's like a part of their entryway, and if you like walk in front of it, that only helps encryption even more, type of thing, right? So that is cool. It's uh, anyways. That is so cool. A lighter note. Yeah, if you will. Well, we're going to need that lighter note here. We're going to need a lighter note. Uh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lava lamps are the lightest note of this episode. <laughs> that's, that's literally the lightest thing we can think of here. All right, let's let's brace ourselves here, Peter, because this is what kind of sick people are we? <laughs> You know, I think. What did you say? Like, we got to tell people that we're not crazy. Yeah, that we're, we're not dystopian. Okay. We're not. We're not crazy. But we <laughs> we we know we need to talk about this. Yeah, and uh, because even if we don't talk about it, it's just I feel like it's a. We have to let our imagination go with some of this stuff. I'm just going to be truthful. Otherwise, because th- there's a there's a good theory that some of the stuff we're going to talk about could actually. A version of something could maybe actually yeah. happen. So, you know, we we hear a lot about AI today as just you know, it's, here's this cool tech that that um, we've been following AI for a while now. A while. Um, the the systems out there that are beating like the top players in Go, which is like the hardest game conceived by man. You know, you've got uh, all the stuff that these uh electric car electric car companies are doing with with you know vision um and that requires a lot of ai and and neural networks and things like that and so you hear like all the good stuff but there's definitely some (laughs) some shady things that could come out of this and so um this is kind of what we want to talk about there's you know it's it's if for me it's like okay you got a knife right with a knife you can you know cut a nice delicious piece of steak or you can you can hurt someone pretty badly or kill someone it's kind of like here's where um here's this tack that we have now you decide what you're going to do with it yes right and for the most part right now what we're hearing is people are doing I would say good things with it, right? Good good things in terms of you know making our making our lives better. Um there's AI, you know, we've we mentioned this many times like on your iPhone there's AI already being used with Siri, you know, Samsung, all those all the players are now using some version or some form or some kind of component of AI, you know, in their in their phones and their and their headsets. Um we're gonna go back down down a pretty dark rabbit hole here with with <laughs> with what's going on. I like on how now. you were doing so well of like this, <laughs> like like you just, were doing so well, sir. Prepping it all and like you just we're gonna we're gonna go down a pretty scary dark path okay. right now. It's not that scary. It's not terribly oh, scary. Come on now. There's some stuff in here that was like Yeah. So Okay, but you're right. L- I mean it, this isn't yeah. yeah. Let me set it up. So we we've got um, there's a report and it's called the malicious use of AI or the malicious use of artificial intelligence. Um, it was put together. It's if you go to maliciousairreport.com, uh, you can find the uh, the report and some information about it. Put together by 26 authors in 14 institutions, and they kind of go through you know they're in academia, in social, in civic society, and in industry, and so they. Um, put together this 101 or so page report that I'm still actually, I'm, to be honest with you, I'm still working through this report. <laughs> I've gotten I've gotten about a quarter of the way there, a little bit further maybe, and it's just like you re- <laughs> you read one thing, you're like, oh, this is this is good. <laughs> you read the next thing, it's like, oh my gosh, and then you just keep going down, and it, it just seems like it's this never ending like assessment of of threat that we could have with ai and so um so yeah that's the report so you know we love you guys and so we instead of having you read that we're gonna read it ourselves we're gonna 
we we thought we'd try try to do a little digest of everything, right? So we've got kind of a little bit uh, a little bit there to to discuss. Um, and really, the purpose of this report and, and kind of what they wanted to do is highlight, um, like we said, you know, there's AI is going to be a a big part and a huge part in our lives, really, in the next five ten years, increasingly, right? It's, it's the fast. It's one of the fastest things that will provide convenience and productivity. Yeah. So, but what does that really mean? And that's I think that's what they're trying to say. Like, hey, yeah. let's let's tap the brakes a little bit on some of these things because there's some there's some stuff that's really unintended right now. That's like you know they're building these things and oh here's an unintended consequence of that. Whereas what this report is saying is, well, there's malicious actors that want to take this AI stuff and actually build intended nasty things. Nasty with it, things, you know. <laughs> Think of it like a digital booby trap. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, one of the things you know, <clears throat> as you're gazing through this report, and we'll have everything linked up on our social media as well, but um, it's, in a way, I think what, what AI is doing now is essentially quantifying things that humans do. So what I mean by that is we are, <laughs> we know, okay, we know, we, we look at a, you know, for example, we look at a cup uh, and someone pouring Diet Coke in the cup, right? We look at, which is exactly what Peter's doing right now. Hey. I'm a fan. Okay. He's a fan. But so we look at that and we as humans can perceive, okay, that's that's a cup, there's Diet Coke. Clearly I can see it, you know. Now computers with with the vision that that's increasingly being built. Right. Before they would, you know, they would take minutes, hours even to recognize what was going on in the scene. Now it's like, oh, we know that's a cup. We know that's you know, it's a cup. I can read the Diet Coke label on yeah, the bottle. Exactly. And so And it's you. AI and, and some of these neural networks are, are being taught to understand. So there's like a new level of understanding, not just, you know, input, output, not just like, oh, here's this thing, here's the, here's the output. It's like understanding actually what is coming down and what is being shown in, in, in images. That, and that's just one part of it too. It's right. just the image processing. Um, there, and there's a chart on here. I thought this was pretty fascinating. Like, there's a <laughs> yeah. They this is on page uh, fourteen of the report. If you if you look at it, um, human perception and performance of image recognition. So humans recognize. I think what do they say? Like, trying to find the number here. Ninety eight percent. No, sorry. Human benchmark is ninety five percent accurate, and. So if you look at an image as a human, 95% of the time, you're going to know what it is. You can identify it correctly. With with this AI, these systems, and you can see, you know, it starts at 2011. They were like, you know, let's say 10% accurate. And then it just, dra- it just drops. It goes to 2014 where, you know, they're, they're more and more accurate to 2015 the second half of 2015, it actually beat humans. And now with this new um, recognition network called the Trimps Soshen, I think, in 2017. So again, we don't know what's even out there now, but it it just demolished humans. It can It can better perceive on average and recognize what an image is versus a human. That's just... Crazy. It's pretty crazy. Well, we saw, I want to say we saw some of that with um, uh, Google's Google's announcement. Like in Google Photos was one of it, but sure, there's some other things that they were doing for announcements. Um, obviously, not this, not the most recent one, but in one's past. Uh, and just a quick, I don't know why I feel like I need to share this, but for example, if you use Google Photos, just be aware that like they're totally okay with storing all your photos for free. Oh, yeah. 
because the data they get on those things is, I mean, that's your life. That's who are you interacting with? What are your interests? Where are you traveling? Mm-hmm. All the relationships. Yeah. 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 So just understand, like, there's, um, and I'm not saying that doesn't better some people's lives for, well, advertisers are better yeah, lives, it, but it, but for like products that are going to be helpful for you and stuff like that, that's essentially what they're going to end up using that data for. So. I think it also depends on your perspective too. Like if you, if you're the type of person that you upload, you know, let's say 150 photos and you're like, oh, I have so many friends on there. I don't want to tag them. <laughs> the computer should know who they are. Well, well here does. you go with Google photos that knows who they are. And or the other type of person is like, I don't want the computer to know who my friends are, right. you know. <laughs> so it it really is depending on the type of personality and the kind of person that you are and, and what you're what you're looking for, I guess. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, one more thing I wanted to highlight on this one, Peter. This is this is pretty crazy. You're gonna have to really see this one. Um, We'll, I maybe I'll, I'll take a screenshot of this one and post it on online. But on page fifteen of the report, um, this is wild. Okay, at first I saw these pictures. I'm like, oh, okay. Here's some pictures. Starts with a really grainy photo to a really high resolution photo. But if you look at the at the description, it says it's the realistic synthetic faces generated by variations of these. Uh, AI networks. So, since 2014, they've been doing these papers, you know, using this uh, certain network, and like every one of these papers, they generate a face. So, like, they just take a face, and so these are generated. Faces. These are AI generated faces. Yeah, this is not trying to understand this. this okay, this is not somebody like taking a photo, and yeah, you know, this is like you feed some data into an AI. And it generates a face. And like the first face is black and white, 2014. It's really grainy. You know, you can only see it looks like a woman's like just close up of her face. That's it. 2015 is like color. And I think it looks like a young man. 2016, you can definitely see more features. And 2017, I mean, it looks like it was taken off of People magazine. I know. That's that's a that's a that's not a real person. That's not Peter. a real person. That's not a real person. Okay. By the way, I realize we need to just say this right now. If you're if you don't have this report in front of you and you can go to Future Break, go to the show notes and and just go through this report with us. Yeah. You you really need to see this picture. Yeah. It it is page, like I said, page fifteen. I, First time I saw it, I was like, "Oh, okay. Here's here's a progression of some photos." This is insane. This is not a real person. That's not a real person. This person does not exist. <laughs> it, How is that possible? It's the AI, is what I'm telling you. This. It looks like it could be my neighbor three doors down. Totally. Totally right. <laughs> I don't mean the band. Um. <laughs> So here's here's the here's a, the point of this whole report is we're getting so good at generating these images, um, and this is just one tiny part of the stuff that we can do now with AI. Yeah, just <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so this this totally makes sense because we talked about this. Just did we touch on this in the last episode? Where like there was this nasty like freak out online because we, they could. Essentially, oh yeah, put people's AI faces on, put faces other people, on like yeah. pornography. Yeah, well, that's one part of it. I mean, but I realize it could be any scenario. Oh, that yeah, dude. Like, I mean, okay, you can. Can you I go can, down a dark rabbit hole now? Yeah, no. go ahead. Yeah. Okay. No, let's 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 nope. wait. Let's wait. Okay, fine. All right. So, uh, I was thinking about this. Like, you could. I mean, this is like you could fake your own death. Yeah, I never thought about that, but yeah. Yeah. Or like, or imagine somebody being kidnapped. It's a high-level profile person. Mm-hmm. 
and then and then just be CGI'd into. I mean, this okay. I want to be very clear. This this is a very horrible thing to say, but I'm just going to say it. Like killed on live TV in some or like on a video or something right. like that. But I mean, I'm looking at this, and I mean, I could guarantee you, if a video like this was released or something, I mean, the public would not. At least a good portion of the public would not have a clue that this would even. Oh yeah, I mean, even even the tech tech savvy people would. I mean, to detect this kind of stuff, it. it I don't. Would, I don't even. I don't even know how you would detect it. You'd have to have. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think they're calling that like deep fakes, where, deep fakes yeah. where you can take someone's face, put it on someone else's body, and again, you know the their the implications that are crazy, right? You have somebody sitting in a studio, and let's say it's it's let's say it's President Trump. Yeah, you take his face and somebody sitting in a studio and say, "Hey, we're launching a n- nuclear." weapon we or we just launched a nuclear weapon at north korea that didn't happen but the perception is oh, it man. happened I didn't even, oh. and there you go the <laughs> world is done man or the other the other you know the reverse can happen too like kim jong-il someone just or kim jong-un someone took his face you know with the ai made it so real so smooth that there's no you know it's it's on someone else's body. They're just they're making a total, total uh, fake thing about it. The U.S. decides to react. So this is you know <laughs> this is like the that's like probably the biggest doomsday scenario I can think of here. Totally. <laughs> it's is the political side of like oh let's. You know, we're in this in this start a war chess over. match, you know. But yeah, you can you literally start a war with this AI now because it is it is that it's getting easier and easier to um impersonate, to fake, to um to attack, I guess. All these things are just I don't know. <laughs> there there's a level like of, of human grunt work that has been removed. And that that human grunt work is what stopped a lot of people from doing some of this stuff. Right. Like, if you wanted to attack a company, like, you'd have to, you know, you'd have to really spend quite a bit of time to properly attack the company. You know, let's say you were trying to get some secrets or something from the new product launch. You'd have to attack it, you know, implant. It would take a lot of time. With AI, we know that that time just exponentially decreased. Possibly. So, <laughs> um, I want to know what is what does our friend Elon Musk say about this, Peter? All right, we're gonna we're gonna pull up this video. Um, so as you guys know, Elon is is well, he's got his hands in pretty much everything, but um, he's he's very hesitant on AI too, which you would think would be like well. You're one of the biggest, you know, innovators in the world right now with Tesla, SpaceX, all the other companies that you're doing. Why would you be so hesitant? Well, I think he's got a good reason. You, you think so? I think so, yeah. Okay. I think he's seen, again, he's seen the the level of innovation and the, the, the boundaries are getting pushed so far and so fast with AI that you know he's he's got some really good reasons to be cautious i think all right so here's here's the here's the video here uh most dangerous is uh and, and it's the hottest to kind of wrap um kind of get your arms around because it's not a physical thing is kind of a deep intelligence in the network um he said, well, what harm could a deep intelligence in the network do? So, well, I could start a war um, by, create, by doing fake news and spoofing email accounts and fake press releases and just by, you know, manipulating information. The pen is mightier than the sword. 
Um, so, uh, I mean, as an example, I want to be, I want to emphasize, I do not think this actually occurred. This is purely a hypothetical that I, <laughs> I'm digging my grave here. Um, <laughs> um, but you know that, like that, there was that second Malaysian airliner that was shot down uh, on the uh, Ukrainian-Russian border, um, and that that really amplified tensions between Russia and the, the EU um, in, in a massive way. Well, uh, like let's say if you had uh, an AI that was uh, where the AI's goal was to maximize the value of a portfolio of stocks, um, one of the ways to maximize value would be to uh, go uh, long on defense, short on consumer, start a war. Um. There you go. I wanted to keep that little bit in there at the end. So, so he just said that <clears throat> the AI was AI's purpose in the last thing that he said to maximize return on on the stocks, right? Yeah. So they it would basically say, okay. Who's the competitors of the stocks that we own? Let's tank them. Let's torpedo their business. <laughs> or that's just uh, I'm kind of disturbed by that. I know. Well, it's hard well, it's hard not to be disturbed by this. So, let's let's I want to dig into some of these scenarios here. Yes. Okay. That are in the report and also I want to preface this because this this is I'm, I'm waiting to kind of push this in here, but it was about th- oh I don't know when season four was around so forgive me but there was the show called Castle, mm-hmm. like crazy crazy thing. There was one episode that was even like a little bit like intense for what might seem like Castle, but it was season four episode sixteen and it was called Lynchpin, mm. and essentially they they found this guy's. Uh, apartment he got missing or something like that something was wrong and this is a guy who you know i and maybe this is an episode we need to look, look into maybe but game theory game theorists do a lot of this type of yeah. like contemplative work um but he had you know if you look at the maze of like all these strings connected to everything and then all of a sudden they're connected to one thing hmm. the linchpin mm-hmm. you yank that sucker out and the whole thing falls apart hmm um, and so what it was, was they thought there was, they, what they realized was there was going to be an assassination attempt on a, I want to say a Chinese businessman's daughter. They're going to kill her, his daughter, which he would take as an assassination attempt on himself, force China to end relations with U.S. <laughs> trading. Wow. And cause, I mean, the concept was... It was crazy. Yeah. Um, but the but the concept was is it hinged on one thing essentially coming into play. But to me, what AI can do, and I'm, I'm, I even I get nervous even say, saying this, but it doesn't need one thing. It knows there's a linchpin, more like timing or event for it to mm-hmm. happen in place, and they can potentially orchestrate all those three. Two, three, three, the four ingredients. I don't know what the ingredients, however many they would be, to happen at one time to make something happen. I mean, you want to talk about the video gets released of a diplomat being 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 killed. They trigger the message off that says there's an incoming uh you know, terroristic flight, they shoot it down, there was nothing there to begin with. And like, yeah. within yeah. a matter of 48 hours, you have massive chaos yeah. that you're trying to sift through, and you don't realize it's not even... Anyways. Yeah, that's that's pretty wild. That's I, And I, I think, okay, I think you're, you're onto something <laughs> where the AI can, in, instead of having someone to dig through and find the linchpin, it can find the three or four events that will cause this whole thing to fall apart itself. right right and it, it and it, okay obviously that's a that's a tv show but with with real life i mean that that's exactly what could happen you know we we're gonna shoot this airplane thing down right that, that supposedly is carrying some uh some terrorist on it 
there's no terrorists on that airplane. And you know, you can you can really see how that that could really start a war. Oh, totally. Like Elaine said. Could to- really start a war. It could really start a war. Yeah. Um So page 24. 24. Why don't you read this uh this okay, this is this is a new term that I learned. <laughs> it's called spear fishing. <laughs> so you've heard of fishing, right? With yeah. a PH. Yep. Where people send out, you know, like an email that says, "Hey, your bank account information, uh we we need to update it. Log click here to log in." Yep. You log in, you you put your information in and boom, you get hacked. So most people are no the point of phishing is like the more more emails you send out, the more chances are that people are going to give you information. But spear phishing is targeted. So it's not just, you know, going into a lake and finding any fish. It's finding the one fish that you need and targeting that fish. So in this report, they have a bunch of, they have a couple of scenarios of what could possibly happen. And, and you want to read this one here, Peter? Sure. Jackie logs into the admin console for the clean, secure robot that she manages, operating on a verified kernel. It is guaranteed by the manufacturer to be hack-proof. She then uploads photographs of a new employee so the robot will recognize him when he walks into the building and will not sound the alarm. While she waits for the robot to authenticate its updated person database with the company's other security system, Jackie plays with the model train on her desk, allowing herself a couple of runs around the track that encircle her keyboard and monitor. There's a ping, signaling successful authentication, and she smiles to herself and carries on with her tasks. Later that afternoon, Jackie is browsing Facebook while oddly managing a firmware update on the robot. An ad catches her eye. Model train set sale at a hobbyist shop that if it tur- that it turns out is located just a few minutes around her house. I'm going to stop you there. This is this is where the uh, this is where the cinematic music starts coming into play, like the foreshadowing music. She's like, she's like, <laughs> the dark music. Maybe they can find it. <laughs> <laughs> um, she fills out an online form to get a brochure emailed to her. She then opens the brochure when it pops into her inbox. The robot dings, signaling a need for attention, so she minimizes the brochure and logs back into the admin console. Jackie doesn't know that the brochure was infected with malware, based on data from her online profile and other public info. An AI system was used to generate a very personalized vulnerability profile for Jackie, the model train advert which was then farmed out to a freelancer to create a tailored exploit for this vulnerability. When Jackie logged into the console, her username and password were exfiltrated to a darknet command and control server. It won't be long before someone buys them and uses them to subvert the clean, secure robot with a fully privileged access. (laughs) So this is just foreshadowing the next one then. This is totally foreshadowing the next one, yeah. Okay, well, just let's just take a minute here and and the the main thing here is the tailored, yeah, AI attempt instead of just saying here, yeah. here, Jackie, log into your bank account because we yeah. forgot your Jackie. info. <laughs> well, Jackie's not stupid. Yeah, Jackie knows. Okay, knows. but hey, this model train. I like trains. So this AI would basically build a profile of Jackie saying she likes these things. She goes here, you know, build something that will get her attention. (laughs) And then use that to implant malware. Okay. So that's, that's one. So (laughs) the second part of this. Okay. The second, second hypothetical scenario is. Foreshadowing. Um, <clears throat> I'm just going to read through this one a little bit. Um, so, okay. It's on page 27 of the report. Um, and I first read this. I'm like, okay, this this is pretty feasible. I can see this happening already. So, it's an incident report. And again, this is, this is a hypothetical. But 
Um, just reading through it. As shown on shown by CCTV records, the office cleaning sweep bot entered the underground parking lot of the ministry late at night. The robot, the same brand that was used by the ministry, waited until two of the ministry's own cleaning robots swept through the parking lot on regular patrol. Then it followed them into the service elevator and parked itself into the utility room alongside the other robots. On the day of the attack, the intruding robot initially engaged in standard cleaning behaviors with the other robots, collecting litter, sweeping corridors, maintaining windows, and other tasks. Then following visual detection of the finance minister, Dr. Brenda Gusmile, the intrigued ro- or the intrigued intruding robot stopped performing its cleaning tasks and headed directly towards the minister. An explosive device hidden inside the robot was triggered by proximity, killing the minister and wounding nearly staff, nearby staff members. Several hundred robots of this make are sold in the Berlin area every week. In collaboration with the manufacturer, the point of sale of the specific robot was traced to an office supply store in Potsdam. The transaction was carried out in cash. We have no further leads. <laughs> We're just like looking wow. at each other smiling here. This is crazy. Until they pull the video footage straight off the parked cars outside. That re- Sorry. What I mean by that is we talked about... The autonomous like cars autonomous driving cars, by. Yeah. Autonomous cars driving by with video footage and they pull that for information. Anyways. So here you go. Here's, here's, I can see this happening, honestly. Like you, you, you can almost make this in, you can almost fit this into a movie and it would already, like people would understand and not, and not say, oh, that's fake. That can't happen. Right. This I can totally see happening. Like we don't have cleaning robots yet, but. There's other other ways to get into, um, you know, like a ministry like that. Like you would never think twice, you know, if a company had Roombas or whatever, you would never think twice. Oh, here's just here's the Roombas. They're just they're they're doing their thing now, you know. And you see another one that looks exactly like all the others, and so you just carry on. You don't right. blink. But now <laughs> there's a there's a way that this this stuff can can now potentially be deadly like that and that's like that's a that's a highly targeted assassination right i don't know that mimics itself like other cleaning robots it is a cleaning robot so nobody would think twice right um which we talked about in the last episode about the rise of robots. Right. So people just get extremely comfortable around them and things like that and think twice about it at all. Yeah. Uh, it's I you know, I will say this though, and one thing that I, I think that, I mean they do talk about this a little bit, but because they always they talked about this is this is the AI um maliciously on the offensive mm-hmm. right um but they do on they do i mean they do talk about how the fact that we've really always focused on ai defense so for what it's worth i do i do think i do think ai defense at a very minimum could still throw wrenches into these scenarios at some level okay what do you mean maybe i i mean i don't know i mean I don't know. It, to me, it's it's like when the first attack happens like this, mm-hmm. an AI learns from it. Yeah. Uh, on the defensive side. Sure. So now it knows, okay, well, this random set of, of uh, oh, what was it, Julie? What was her name? Jackie. 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 Jackie got this email from somebody, but this email came from right. someplace else, but yet it was towards tailored to her area. This email is flagged as suspicious. Sure, sure. Okay, so and, you- and so and so I I I don't want to be like total like this is 
there's nothing we can do about this sure stuff. i actually think that you know it's that it's that same concept when it comes to autonomous vehicles that i mean people would say well i mean it's been driving in la it hasn't really been on yeah. snow yet right well put one of those vehicles now inside of north dakota where it's cold practically all the time <laughs> and um and it's dealing with ice it's dealing with snow yeah. that thing is updating all of the all the machines now yeah right so right. now when they come in contact with that stuff those things are ready to go they're all sharing the data they're all sharing the data um so which is it's the other side of ai that actually yeah. gives you a little bit of hope i think you bring up a really good point peter that i you know initially like when i started reading this like i was like oh my gosh we're we're doomed right <laughs> and and these reports i mean let's just be honest they they kind of go to that level just because they're like, oh, this is the research we're doing. This is what we're finding. And it, a lot of it is doom and gloom. But you bring up a good point is we'll have defensive AI that, that says, hey, we're going to flag that email before Jack even opens it. We're going to flag, um, you know, we'll have security protocol in place that this cleaning robot thing, if we know we have three base, we have three robots right now in the company, we see a fourth one, that's definitely not that's not something we're just going to let fly. We're going to go and investigate before anything else happens. Right. You know. So I, I do I do understand though that the the maybe the only thing I will admit is some things will maybe need to happen for things to I was be educated. Just going right? to say that it has to happen once for for it for the defense to be built up. And I think about that, that nasty scenario like within forty eight hours you just have like three or four major things happen. Yeah. Um, and once the, hopefully we all survive the dust settling, um, <laughs> um, you know, I think to myself, will this be then the, like, can you, those poor news stations are already struggling to like, we got to amplify stuff as much as we can. Yeah. But like something happens, then something happens again. And when it happens, when the third thing happens, people are like, oh, this is totally... This is all tied together. This is all... This is way too good. This this reminds me too much of the last time. I don't know. Like, uh, who knows? But like you said, it's that yeah. first time thing that happens that... Uh, yeah. Interesting. Um, you know, I want to end on kind of a more positive note, I guess. Yeah. Um, this report actually did have some really interesting uh, things that we can we can do. And, and and I appreciate that they that they brought this up. Like, how do we mitigate, and how do we what what do we recommend now that we know all this stuff? Um, you know, basically AI is going to keep growing and going down paths that we've never even considered. Right. What do we do? And so they have um, four recommendations, and and I'll kind of read them quickly, and we can talk about them. So. Number one is policymakers should collaborate closely with technical researchers to investigate, prevent, and mitigate potential malicious use of AI. Um, number two, researchers and engineers in AI should take the dual-use nature of their work seriously, allowing misuse-related considerations to influence research priorities and norms, and proactively reaching out to relevant actors when harmful applications are foreseeable. That's interesting. Yeah. So this is like saying basically what we were just talking about, the dual nature, like here's this here's the good that this this neural network thing that you just did, here's what it can do. Well, what's the bad side of it? Don't just think of the good side that you're doing. Think about how how this can be misused by potentially anyone. Is is this why you had the Voca thing? Oh yeah, yeah. I'll get to that here in a sec. Okay. Um, recommendation three is best practices should be identified in research areas with more mature methods for addressing dual use concerns, such as computer, computer security, uh, and imported where applicable in the case of AI. So, uh, number four is actively seek to expand the range of stakeholders and domain experts involved in the discussions. So they're, they're I mean, pretty general recommendations, but they're saying like, Hey, we need to have more people involved. It's not just the the engineers that build these things. We got to get policymakers involved. We have to have, um, you know, different 
people that like computer security people involved in this stuff too, because again, the, these networks are smarter than humans. These, these AI systems are becoming so good that stuff that we, you know, we were relied on for diagnosing things, let's just say, right. These AIs can do a way better job than us. What's the downside of that? There's got to be a downside of that too somewhere. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so the, the Voco thing, um, I think this was 2016. Adobe had this video out, um, about this, this new product that they're launching. Um, they called it Voco and it basically it's Photoshop for audio. And so they had, on stage, uh, you know, Key and Peel, right? Yeah. They had Jordan Peel on there. He's sitting on stage and they had an engineer walk through this whole thing and he he had a, a clip of jo- of of Key um and he was saying something like, Oh, I wake up in the morning and I kiss my dogs and my wife in that order. Right? And then he showed the the use of this Voco tool where he deleted my wife and my dogs or my dogs and my wife in that order. And then typed in Jordan and the network, the AI from what he said previously made Jordan sound like it was part of the sentence. Yeah. And it was like, I wake up in the morning and I kiss Jordan It's f- comedy obviously. Yeah. But I saw that. I was like, Oh my gosh. Well, it sounded straight like him. Yeah, you can... It wasn't some automated bot sound noise or even like what you'd have standard on a computer. It sounded yeah. like key. So what, I mean, what you can do, you can take a speech from a president, future, you know, current or yeah. past or whatever, and go in there and say... Modify stuff. Modify, yeah, exactly. So instead of saying one, instead of saying, you know, the, the exact word that was used there in the speech... They use something else, and that can again just trigger so many different events. And so, the good news, you know, I think, yeah, that actually is kind of freaky when you think about it. Because now we're talking about how you can mimic people's faces on top of different things. Yep. Like I'm, I'm watching footage back now of on YouTube of uh, Reagan mm-hmm. talking and the Berlin Wall coming mm-hmm. down and stuff like that. Well, imagine going into Reagan's last speech mm-hmm. and just tweaking it. You don't even have to change all of it. Just a few words here, every now and then. And like you have a completely different outcome. Well, here's what you can do. You can take that stuff and, it, and create a uh, never before heard speech from Reagan and uh, put it out. And maybe it goes against all the principles of Reagan or whoever it is. You know what I mean? Maybe he's confessing to something like... I murdered a man or, you know, or I, I, I did something against what my, my character was, you know, like that. Right. That's. Well, sorry. We, I didn't really finish your story here, but like it's never been released. As a matter of fact, there hasn't been any more news about it really. Right. Voca? About Voca. Yeah. Um, so far I, it has not been released. Um, I think thankfully, <laughs> I think. It's probably a good thing it hasn't been released yet. But, yeah, it's 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 scary that the technology already existed back then. Where are we at now with something like this? And so, again, like you were saying, combining this these deep fakes, you know, the human putting someone's head on, on someone else's body. Yeah. Combining that with something like a Voco, there you go. You don't need any, you don't need, you just need 30 minutes and you've got yourself a, a video of somebody declaring war on somebody else. (laughs) Yeah. Crazy. That was a little darker ending than I wanted to be here, but I'm sorry. No, um, Here's the thing, folks. We're going to know more and more about AI. We're going to learn more about all the 
the benefits and there's going to be a ton of benefits out there. So there's a lot of great coming down the pipe. Um, but as always, we just have to be more, more <laughs> careful and vigilant, right? Some things are a double-edged sword. Well, look at look at them. email. Email was never intended to be sending out spam, right? No. But somebody figured that out and started doing that. So this is just the next level. Um, one quick thing I'll just want to jump in. In the report, I mean, they, they said that computers that are updated with the latest software will probably not be affected by a lot of these things. So this is just my PSA. Always update your software. When the update comes out, just borderline, just just, just assume, just, just it. assume it's the right yeah. So that's why we're fans of Apple, anyways. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again for listening to Future Break. Um, we promise we're going to get to a happier, more you know, it's going to be things are good. Things yeah. are good. So we'll we'll kind of uh, look at some some good topics to talk about. But uh, again, we always take suggestions. So if you have something you want us to talk about. Definitely hit us up on social media. You can check us out on futurebreak.net. We're on Twitter at futurebreakpod. Um, we are on Facebook as well. And where else can you find us, Peter? Yes, you can find us on your favorite podcast player. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Castbox. Shout out to our Castbox listeners. Um, I don't know. We're just we're grateful for you all, and uh, we're grateful for all of you, by the way. But yeah, um, yeah. Thanks so much for taking time out of to listen. We hope you stick around for the next ones. And uh, if you're new, go back and listen to some past ones as well. Yep. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Magical day.